In today's episode, we're speaking to Alison Scammell. Alison is a master intuitive coach and a soul guide to spiritual leaders and entrepreneurs. Her mission is to help high level leaders and business owners remove their blocks that are tethering them down and line them to soul purpose so they can experience quantum success. Alison has coached and mentored thousands of women in the realm of spiritual growth and business growth, launched a top tier podcast and created a thriving support communities for soul guided entrepreneurs in three countries. Let's speak to Alison and find out how she changed her, her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And I'm so excited. I have the amazing, the beautiful, the charming Alison Scammell. Hi, Alison. How are you doing? I'm brilliant. Thank you so much for making time for me. Thank you so much for coming, Alison. I've, I've been a guest on your podcast and I'm super excited to have you as a guest of mine. So, Alison, everyone's heard your intro. They know how fabulous you are. But please, in your own words, share with everybody what it is that you do. I am a spiritual mentor. I used to call myself go a uh, intuitive business coach, which I will always be. And it's always probably my first love. But I went through a, a revolution, a transformation last year where I added spiritual mentor because I really felt like my audience was growing to be entrepreneurs, soul guided entrepreneurs who feel like they're in service, they want to make money, but they're in service to something higher. But there's also just people out there who wanted to amplify their intuitive gifts, learn more about spirituality and energy and energy healing. So I added, so I have kind of two titles now, uh, spiritual mentor and intuitive business coach. And those are the, this is what I'm passionate about. And I get so excited to get out of bed in the morning. Fabulous, fabulous. So Alison, I know, I know a bit of your journey, but it's it's been quite a journey. Talk us through how did you end up, and you're also American now, living as an expert, you're living in, in the Netherlands. Talk us through your journey. How did you end up from US, from, from your, you know, your kind of, which is very logical, uh, my kind of background, a very logical, methodical background to this woo-woo, you know, spiritual <laughs> sort of area. Talk us through this, please. Oh, well, thank you for asking. So I grew up on a family farm in middle America and all I dreamt about was living abroad and living this international life. And, you know, the closest uh, neighbor was three kilometers away. So my best friends were my my horse and my all my um, imaginary unicorn friends and my dogs and my cats. And so I just I just would hang out with my animals <laughs> and daydream about be, living abroad. And that's mm -hmm. what I did. So I graduated from college and then I spent 17 years uh, working in international development and humanitarian response. And I did mostly crisis response, post-conflict and post-natural disaster. And I ended up living in four, uh, sorry, in 10 countries on four continents. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
And it was a lovely career and it scratched a lot of my travel itches and my adrenaline itches and my desire to serve for about five years into the 17 year career. Oh, wow. And then I realized that, oh, this isn't what I want, how I want to give back. And oh, wow, I guess I feel more part of the problem than the solution in this situation. Um, and wow, I try to speak truth to power to my supervisors and say, hey, what we're doing isn't working. And they tell me to pipe down and be quiet. And that just started to feel really, really bad. And life got kind of empty and lonely. And the only thing that seemed to be able to scratch my itches was just greater adrenaline, which was just a way to like run for my problems. Mm. So finally, I just kind of hit a rock bottom moment. And at that time of this rock bottom, like, my gosh, who am I? I've, I've invested all this time and money into this career and I'm unhappy and what do I do now? I went ahead and had a near-death experience. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. And it wasn't your typical, I always say, I didn't have your typical NDE. It was a very spiritual NDE. I mean, I did cross over and come back. Uh, you know, my my physical body passed on for how no, who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was, it was very different <laughs> than what, what, most people would consider when they think about a near-death experience. Um, so, uh, so, that, so, so, so can you yeah, describe that a bit for us? Because I'm, I'm just wondering, I mean, I've never had an MD, you know, NDE, so I've never had a near-death experience and, and most people wouldn't. So what, you know, can you tell us how was yours, your thing is different from what people expect, but <laughs> I've got nothing to base it on because I've never had the NDE experience. So Talk us through what what do you, what's the not common what was common and what was different about yours because I know this was a pivotal moment in changing your life so I want to understand that point first yes so what happened was I was in this rock bottom moment and I decided of course like my whole thing is when life goes bad travel that's like that's been my like dance move for my a whole adult life so life got really bad and I was so miserable in this job I was in at the time. That I decided was it, just, to quit. Was, it just, was it just the job or any personal elements to it too? Oh yeah. So I was I longed to be in a partnership and I I was single. Um, I wasn't living a healthy lifestyle. I was drinking too much alcohol. I was in a miserable job and I realized I was in a mis- miserable for me career, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't figure out what to pivot to. So it was like everything uh, kind of happened at once, and so. I thought the answer would be to quit my job and buy an around the world airline ticket okay. and travel, right? Okay. Well, I made it as far as Madrid. And when I was in Madrid, I was there, I had rented a flat and um, on the Plaza Santa Ana. And one morning I was sitting there realizing that the this trip hadn't really solved many of my problems. And all of a sudden, um, running away never does actually. Yeah, right, problems. exactly. Because so, you're, you're the time to learn you're that, the common right? factor. So wherever you go, your problems follow you because you're the common factor. You're the one who's attracting it. So yeah. It took me a weirdly long time to get that lesson. Yes, you're 100% correct. So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden this energy washed over me. And at the time I was living a very third dimensional analytical thinking life. I was just scratching the surface of spirituality and I was reading like Wayne Dyer and um, uh, Eckhart Tolle, but I was just, I was just sort of, I'd read the secret, but I was not 
knowing about the spiritual realm and non-physical consciousness and channeling and communicating with the divine or any of those things. I'm going to stop you here for a second. I just want to, oh, this is such a beautiful point. I really want to reinforce it because a lot of people who are listening to this podcast and even those who may not, who may switch off from that, are exactly at that point. They read Wayne Dyer, they read The Secret, they read, um, you know, even Think and Grow Rich, which actually is more for logical-minded people, but it has a lot of spiritual elements to it. They read it superficially. And so they read, but they read with the analytical mind, and therefore they fail to absorb the message. And they're like, I'm doing all of this. I'm doing all of this. I'm, I'm trying to get the law of attraction working, but there's no such thing. And then end up concluding there's such thing as law of attraction and you know, there's no such thing as spirituality and, and, and so forth. I just want to re- reinforce that point. That happens to the greatest spiritual leaders. And the reason why I say this is because you are an amazing spiritual leader now. But at one point in time, you and I both were in exactly the same boat as everybody listening. Um, not everybody's in the same boat as us now, but you know, a lot of people who are like, well, I don't understand this law of attraction, I understand the spirituality. You and I were in the exact same place at one point in time, battling with our analytical mind and trying to break free from this matrix that we are born into and programmed into. So I just wanted to reinforce the point that you too went through that point. So this isn't abnormal. If you're going through it, it's very, very normal as part of the process. So please, please continue. So beautifully said. Absolutely. And I think when you're going through it, you often feel like I am so alone. Mm. I am so alone. Nobody gets it. So knowing that I I just want to reinforce you are not alone. And we've been there with you. And I promise you when this was happening to me, so this, this energy came over, it washed over me. And I had, and this is going to be flavored throughout the entire story. I had this duality going on at the, at, at, on the one hand, my heart was like, oh yeah there's something here that wants to communicate with me, something higher, there's a higher presence, right? Like kind of like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, they've arrived. Okay, I was waiting for this. And then my brain, my analytical thinking mind, which you described was like, oh wow, I've finally lost it. I'm finally going nuts. I, you know, whatever, this this is crazy. This cannot be happening. So this was the ping pong that, that's, that kicked off. And um, very long story short, it was a collection of consciousness trying to reach out to me to communicate to me a way to describe it is if you've ever read uh esther hicks Mm. and abraham which is a collection of consciousness like a collection of souls that are non-physical form they're in the spiritual realm and they have arrived to help guide direct um and give people having a human experience some some help, some guidance, direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this collection of consciousness arrived to me and called itself Live, L-I-V-E. And it took a very, very long time for us to communicate with one another because I was always thinking I was going crazy and I didn't know how to hear. Uh, so they started, they were, this, this collection was able to move my head, which is actually how Esther first started channeling Abraham. Mm-hmm. I learned that later. Uh, and so they were this this energy was able to move my head and like kind of yes, no, and use my no, uh, move my nose. So it was not inside of me, it was outside of me. And I'll say throughout this entire experience, I had free will, so I could do whatever I want wanted at, it, at any time. But there was this clear energy present that wanted desperately to communicate with me. And so I started to surrender to that. And eventually, um, I was able to move my head in the uh, l- the direction of letters. 
So my nose, you know, like L-O-V-E, I could make that out. And little by little by little, I was finally able to start communicating. And um, I had to do a lot of releasing. There was a lot of wounds inside of me that was blocking my ability to channel. I had to release. It was like this whole thing. Like, I know. I actually, so, if, yeah. if anyone's interested, I record the whole story in a three-part series on my podcast because there's lots, lots of details we don't have time to go into. But if you're curious about those details, you can catch it on my podcast, uh, Soul Guide Radio. And we'll have the link for that in the if you're listening to on the podcast and the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, then in the description section, we will have the link for that as well. Brilliant. Thank you. So we so after some uh, releasing and lots of different things, I'm able to start channeling this consciousness. And the consciousness tells me that I have toxic Uh, what they described it as cataclysmic past lifetime trauma. So from some past lifetimes that were so traumatic that I literally needed like divine intervention for myself to be healed. There was no like healer I could go to in human form to help me. And this was something I agreed to on a soul level before I came into this lifetime that this would happen so I could release this trauma and heal. So again, throughout the whole time goal, I was like, this can't be happening. I don't even know if I believe in past lifetimes. Like this is crazy to this inner knowing inside of me when I sunk down into my body and I tuned into my heart, I was like, oh yeah, I don't know how this could be happening, but it's happening and this is all right. And this is such a love energy. This consciousness was such a love. There was so much love and wisdom and know-how and so, it didn't take that can much I action. You, can, can I just yeah, stop sure, you there sure. for a second? Because I just yeah, yeah, want to reinforce something else. What you said was so beautiful. It touched my heart. And I want people to understand, not point fear-mongering here, but there is an element of dark energies out there too. The distinguishing factor here is what Alison just said. When you're in the presence of love, you're in the presence of these divine beings, when you're in the presence of light, your heart is filled up with love and it's just it's like your heart's going to explode exactly how she described it when you are in the presence of dark energies that's when fear comes up so if you notice nowhere did she mention she was afraid she's worried she has fear because fear dissipates when love enters the door fear jumps out the window i always say that so this is the way to distinguish when you're having a spiritual experience whether it's dark or from light is exactly what she described. You are the, your hearts are the filled with love or you filled with fear. Just wanted to interject that a little bit, sorry. That is a very good point. And it is not fear mongering. It's just protecting yourself, right? Exactly. Protecting yeah. your energy. And I always say, as you've already said, love energy is so much more powerful. So when we're in our love energy, we just, we zap anything with malign intentions. 100%, 100%. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So... And it's also a good point because dark energy will try to control you. There'll yes. be a con- maybe a control manipulation, but manipulation. This- I think control manipulation is the word for dark, yeah. dark energies. Whereas, uh, whereas love comes from a form of guidance, encouragement. Yes, yes. that's a big distinguishing factor. Exactly, and and it's it's an always an invitation, and you yeah. always have the power to say no. I'm not interested. Exactly. So Free that's will. what this. 
Yeah, exactly. So this whole, this whole experience was, was this love connection, this invitation, this connection. And my inner knowing would kick in from time to time to say, this is real and this is part of your path. And if you don't do this, you will not experience that happiness and that joy that you crave. You will stay down that dark path of just not being able to see, you know, what, what, what I'm meant to do, who I'm meant to be. And that inner knowing was strong, was strong enough to keep me going through this process because it gets kind of dark in the sense that this collection of consciousness, it was like every day they were working with me and like we would get, uh, they would give me exercises. And like one day I spent the entire day, I remember um, thinking all the times that I did something to someone else that I thought was not kind or not nice, but from childhood to adulthood. And I had to forgive myself for doing something not nice to someone else, for example. Well, then as we went on, what the, what was, what they were trying to do is they were trying to trigger this past lifetime trauma inside of me so I could release it. So I could kind of bring it up from inside of me, the feel surface. what, yeah. yeah, exactly. Bring it to the surface, feel what meant, needed to be felt or experienced it so I could release it. So they started kind of guiding me to uh, dark places, scary places that were just normal places. At this point I was in Madrid, just like a square, but it would trigger a memory from a past lifetime somehow. Um, you know, some place in time where I had been that something very dark had happened to me. And so I would feel myself being in the middle of the day in the middle of a square with no danger around me, but this amazing amount of fear would be bubbling to the surface to be released. It was really this extraordinary journey I went on. And this is what happened for several weeks. And it was just me, I was traveling by myself. So I was in a great, a very unusual period of isolation, not by accident. And this is what I did all day, every day. Like I said, clock time gets funny, but the whole experience lasted about, I believe around eight weeks from the time that Liv arrived to the time they left. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So to get to the part where I cross over, as we go on and we're working together, it gets more challenging. And at a certain point, Liv guides me to stop eating and stop drinking. And the funny thing is, or interesting, uh, is that I wasn't hungry and I wasn't thirsty. I just had lost any need to eat or drink. And and I don't know if they were sending energetic signals to me or if something was happening to me that was turning off that that natural response to want to eat and drink, but I had lost that. And then we were so And as this was all happening, we were walking, they would guide me to do something. And yes, I would have lots of resistance, but then I would eventually, uh, you know, that inner knowing would kick in and I would say, okay, okay, I'm going to, you know, do this challenge today, or I'm going to walk where you want me to go. So eventually they guided me to start walking all all day and all night. And eventually I walking to, I was walking. So I I started this experience in Madrid (laughs) 
And then I ended up in Paris. I took I took a train to Paris and I ended up in Paris. So then at, at a certain point where I cross over, I'm actually in Paris. So I'm walking the streets of Paris all day and all night. I'm not eating, I'm not drinking, and I'm not overly uncomfortable with the exception of I'm tired. And so eventually, eventually, what was happening was Liv was trying to guide me to the point of crossing over with the least amount as discomfort as possible. So essentially what was happening, it was a slow drain of my life force. I didn't have food, I didn't have water, and I didn't have sleep. So eventually, if you deprive yourself of those things for long enough, you will, your life force will be out, the pilot light will go out, right? And so that's what happened. I eventually got to the point where there was just, I had no energy inside myself to sustain. I couldn't, at a certain point, I couldn't even walk. And I know what listeners are saying, Ghoul, you're probably thinking it, why? why would Allison like sign up for this, you know, the, the you know, this, this walking and, and not eating and not drinking. And, and again, it was just, it almost seems like suicidal, you know? Oh. Yes, it does. And what I can tell you is at this point, because of this love energy that was so strong, and I'm going to repeat, I had free will. I could have said, peace out guys. This is getting too weird. I didn't sign up for this. And I just was in my heart, in my inner knowing that I needed this on a soul level and I needed this to heal. And I had built such a trust with this energy because it was so loving that I just kept walking forward. There would be resistance along the way. And every hour or two, I'd be like, I'm going crazy. This is crazy. Why am I doing this? But then I would go back to that inner knowing. And when I went back to my inner knowing, it wasn't scary. Uh, I felt the love and I knew this was part of my soul path. And then when I got to the point where I was, I was laying in my bed and I was out of life force, I couldn't walk at that point. And I was not, I, I, like I said, I wasn't hungry or thirsty. The only thing I really was, was tired. And I felt myself cross over and I felt, I felt myself rising above my physical body. And I remember I was on I was on a very busy street in Paris with lots of bars and restaurants. And I remember it going completely quiet. <laughs> like I had my fit, like I remember my, my physical senses were still there in the sense that it went completely quiet. And then when I did cross over, I was just engulfed by love that I cannot even put into words. It was this uh, expanded love and consciousness and and this higher wisdom arrived and I knew it wasn't my time to die. And I said, and, and I connected, but I also didn't want to go back to my broken body <laughs> that was, I'd left behind. And this voice said, it's not your time, but you're going to go back and you're going to teach people how to connect to these voices. Even when they ask you to do something that seems unconventional and you're going to basically be a light worker and you're going to help mother earth and people on earth to evolve to a higher consciousness. And so when I got those marching orders, I knew that I couldn't pass on, even though there was a piece of me that like, I, I'm ready to keep going with this energy. I don't want to go back. 
but I knew I couldn't. And I knew that like this energy had invested too much in me <laughs> to just say, all right, you can cross over now and it's, you know, move on to the next thing. So that's when I went back and I went back into my physical body and um, I slowly started to drink and I slowly started to eat and I slowly started to regain my, my energy again. And then, uh, like I said, when I came back, um, that that's about the time that Liv said, okay, our work is done with you. We're done now and we're going to move on. And I'm like, what? I mean, this is when the, the difficult part, you know, like relearning how to live, like, you know, I had to go find a job. I had to go like reintegrate back into the world. My finances were running really low. Uh, but they said, you have everything you need. You have to learn how to tap into your own intuition. You need to tap into your own spirit guides and you got this and you have the tools now you can do it. And we'll always be here if you call upon us, but we're moving on now. And they did. And then at that point I had full, you know, I kind of felt this energy leaving. It was very, very difficult at the time, uh, because I had grown so attached to it really. Um, and then I knew and then like, it becomes a very lonely place. Like, I don't know what to do. You know, I was, I was relying on your guidance. I know, I know the feeling. Um, it was 2009 and we are so, and, and, um, you know, I, I hope I, I hope this story isn't, um, you know, maybe more than you were expecting me to share. Uh, no, 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 no. We, we share everything spiritual. Okay, here, good. Because I think, <laughs> I think I'm very much like this. So I only attract people who are open to a spirituality at this level. So this is all good. This is all down oh, my perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so back in 2009, you know, these podcasts didn't exist. I didn't mm. have a spiritual teacher or an advisor. I didn't mm. have anything. And I, I, you know, it, we talked about the loneliness. I really felt so lonely and I, I just wanted another human being, not a spare guide. I wanted another human being I could talk to who, even if they didn't completely understand, were just open and curious and wow, that must've been amazing, Allison. Like, tell me more. Mm -hmm. And I just, I didn't, I didn't really find that until, um, three or four years later, mm -hmm. I finally found a spiritual teacher. I was like, oh yeah, I had something similar happen to me. And I, I've never felt so much relief and connection to a, a human being before, just to, to know that they knew what I was talking about. Or they understood what I was saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a beautiful, beautiful journey. And, I, and it's just when we describe it, it's your spiritual awakening and it, it does go, <sighs> I think that the universe um, devices energy has a way of breaking you. And sometimes our logical minds, our, I, I keep calling this a programming into the matrix stops us from accepting the unknown. I remember because my, I'm a lawyer and um, my background training, when I, all my gifts, I, I just thought I was going crazy. Like, you know, I would see across dimensions and I see entities and I'm like, I would I would hide it from me myself. Like, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. And I would close up my eyes because I don't want to, I don't want to accept my spiritual gifts. And a universal, you know, energy or divine energy has to completely shatter you. And that's what seemed to happen with you. Completely broke up your old uh, old parts of you. Completely broke um, up your idea of what this reality was, this 3D world is like before the new version of you could be, you know, um, could come to the surface and accept and live your life purpose. So I think it's beautiful. What a beautiful journey. And I love listening to it. And I'm sure the listeners have as well. So from then onwards, you went on, I'm assuming, 
wrapping this up now, you went on to, that's when you found your path of becoming an intuitive healer and and, and guide. And that's when you started working with them. Yeah. With the entrepreneurs. Yes. Uh, about <laughs> via Afghanistan, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I went back to the States and, and wrapping this up just mm-hmm. quickly and I just, I didn't know what to do. And so I was, I was, you know, kind of running out of money, yeah. um, not knowing what to do, still healing. And the phone rang and it was an old boss saying, oh my gosh, Allison, we've been looking for you everywhere. It's like you fell off the face of the earth. I'll never forget this. And I was like, oh, well, I, I did. Then little do you know, I did. And he said, there's a position opened up in Afghanistan and it's really high level. And, and you know, this was back when, you know, Obama was sending all these resources to Afghanistan. And, and so I took it. I took oh, wow. the job. And in a way, it was like, I remember, you know, my parents were like, are you nuts? Like they they knew I had gone through this big experience in Paris, although they didn't really know what had happened to me. And they were, you know, thinking it was a really crazy decision. But I just, in a weird way, I just kind of needed to get into something that made sense for me. Yeah. And working in an environment like that, that's what I knew how to do. And it was funny, it was there, it was there I met my husband. <laughs> You know, I met the love of my life and I kind of needed a few years to kind of figure out how to relive. Um, I I couldn't turn my ship overnight. And so I went back, you know, and and did that work again for several years. But then again, that gnawing feeling of this just isn't right was there. And then I started a side hustle and I started a side hustle coaching. And then I side, you know, I kept side hustling until finally I was making some money. And then I I left my full-time position and became a coach. And, you know, I started out working more, more like a business coach. Then I became a spiritual business coach, and now I'm a, a spiritual business coach and mentor. So that's kind of how the how the journey. It, but it took me a while from the from the near death experience, which was an absolute break me open uh, moment. Uh, definitely, it was a, a crossroads in my life. But when I came back from that, it did take me a while to to turn my ship in the direction I really wanted it to go. So again, if any listeners out there thinking like, oh, I've been at this so for so long and I still I still haven't found it, uh, just don't give up. You will. Some people can turn their ship faster than others. And so it took me a while, but I finally got there. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we all go through our own personal journeys and we have to. It takes some time. I, I mean, I, I don't think mine was, you can't say mine's over. And I, I had to go through, gosh, I went through two, two really, really abusive marriages in order for me to, you know, to, when I look back at it, they all, ha- I mean, it sounds like, you know, I was so stubborn in my, you know, very focused, making money and being, you know, because I went into banking finance and did it kind of, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. And it wasn't really fussed about the spiritual side. I was more concerned with having material goods. And I had to literally go through these traumatic experiences and then heal from them in order for me to accept my spiritual gifts. It's just it's just how the universe works. So if you are on your journey, I just want to reassure you that both Alison and I have been there, done that, bought the T-shirt kind of a thing. It's not an overnight thing, but it doesn't take forever either. There is an end to it. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And, the, you know, the, the phase I picked up from, I think it's um, Denzel Washington, um, this too shall pass, you know, it will, seriously, it will pass. Well, no, it's actually Tom Hanks, he says it. This too shall pass, this too shall pass. So whatever experience you're going through, 
if you listen to your heart and it seems to be like, yeah, I'm on the right path. I just don't understand it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, if you are on a spiritual journey, you're not meant to understand it because we are taught from schools, especially our generation, uh, you know, to to think with our logical minds, which is and our our reptile minds, which is so small in comparison to the spiritual mind that we have. So you know, we've got you. <laughs> We're yes. in the same place. Absolutely, but- and I agree. And I'll add on that it. Uh- every experience also then leads to something. So when I think back to all my iterations of myself, they've all, they all played an important role. They were all important stepping stone to this aligned place that I am now. So um, every experience counts and it all leads up to that person you're growing to. Awesome. Awesome. So Alison, tell us, how can we connect with you? Where can you find the internet? Yes. So you can head over to alisonscammell.com and that's where you will find anything you want to know about me. Um, I do have a fantastic gift uh, that you can find at alisonscammell.com forward slash high vibe. And it's uh, my uh, uh, ultimate daily spiritual practice called 10 High Vibe Minutes. So if you're looking for a cool new spiritual practice and you only have about 10 minutes a day, it's made for dis- uh, for uh, really designed for busy business owners and entrepreneurs and people who have a lot happening. But they want to carve out 10 minutes of quiet, of stillness, so you can listen to that inner voice. Maybe do a little healing and a little dreaming and scheming about something you want to bring into your experience. Wonderful, wonderful. So if you're listening to us on the podcast, the links that Lassen just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you watch us on YouTube, then below in the description section, we do have the links to us and go check her out. She's an amazing, amazing entrepreneur and amazing mentor for you if you are an entrepreneur yourself. Go check her out and see how she can help you build a better business. Well, also, I think we need to have you back on my talkie so we can start talking about some business topics. But today has been one of my favorite um, episodes because I love listening to your journey. It's been, an, it's been refreshing and it's not the same as mine but it has similar elements to mine so it's been really fascinating to you so thank you so much for opening up and sharing your journey with us and thank you for the opportunity and for your openness and for having like like seriously i want to say you are a money person you have a finance background so i think a spiritual person like me could come in and say oh she's not gonna want to hear my woo-woo story of all that stuff, but you did, and you were so open and, and loving. And I just want to say thank you for having this platform. It is so important that not just super spiritual people are talking to each other, that there's a platform where all different uh, mindsets and beliefs can come in and it's open and safe, and you can have these really honest conversations. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you for those kind words, Alison. And thank you for listening to me and Alison today. And thank you for listening to me in general <laughs> for that point. You allowed me to give give me a platform that I can be myself and I can talk to all these wonderful people like Alison and let um, listen to their journeys as well. Thank you for listening to me and Alison today. I will be back with another amazing um, guest, another amazing guest sharing their journey, telling us how they changed their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time, me, this is GoCon signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. 
And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.